0: To the Sports Podcast, my name's Andrew. We have my co-host Garrett. Coming up on today's podcast: How does Tom Brady signing a ten-year, three hundred seventy-five million-dollar deal with Fox Sports affect LeBron James' legacy?
1: I'm really excited for that topic. I mean, personally, I think it basically takes LeBron James out of the conversation. If you ask me.
0: Yeah. So the, the quarterback that makes Garrett cream his jeans on the daily has signed a ten-year deal with Fox Sports to be a commentator after he's done in the NFL. That's big news.
1: It is. I mean, it is big news, and we just jumped right in there. I love it. Um, sorry that we've been absent for a couple weeks. We've been kind of busy. Uh, things have been moving around and changing. We are still coming at you, though. It is 92 degrees in Nashville, Tennessee today. I am absolutely <laughs> sweating my testicles off. Um, I have not left the air conditioning. Andrew is now dying.
0: Are wrong, you okay? Growing tube. Are you okay? I can always find a way to fuck up a podcast on the cough. So
1: <laughs> You're like you're like Greg Cody on the Dan Levitard show. He's constantly like coughing into the mic. It's there should be a fine for that. I
0: don't have a sickness now, so it's like it should be over, but I just sipped this just drink down the wrong. Absolutely just choked all over
1: it. Um We are so we were supposed to do draft today. We are going to hold off on a draft podcast that will come to you later this week. I know the draft has been a couple weeks since now, but we want to make sure that the draft podcast that we do, because we didn't spend a lot of time on the pre-draft, we want to make sure that the post-draft is in-depth, so we're taking some extra time to get prepared for that, and we will have one later on in the week or next week. Um, so today is going to be, we're going to gonna do Tom Brady really quick. It's, it's going to be five minutes, maybe ten minutes. I just wanted to talk about it, because I think personally this is a big story. Andrew disagrees with me, but I think it's a big deal. Um, and then we're going to talk NBA playoffs, and we're going to spend quite a bit of time on the NBA and maybe a couple other topics afterwards.
0: Okay, so why this deal does not matter is because he's just an announcer. This has nothing to do with sport. Like, we just have to listen to Tom Brady on Fox Sports. I, th- but Okay, but here's why I think it does matter. Because,
1: A, Fox just said, you know what, we'll let Troy Aikman and we'll let Joe Buck go, and we'll pay Tom Brady the same amount of money that we would have paid for both of them. Okay, so... We're at this like crossroads in commentating. And if you think that commentating doesn't matter, why don't I, Why did the Manning cast become such a big deal on ESPN this year? Because ESPN's Monday Night Broadcast team is a fucking shit show. It's a shit show and nobody wants to watch it. That's why they went out and got Troy Aikman and Joe Buck. Because they realized that. That's why the Manning cast did so good in ratings. Tony Romo, everybody loves Tony Romo. Drew Brees, like, NBC couldn't wait to sign Drew Brees. So we've gotten away from where... These these uh, broadcast groups can go with, you know, they send out Joe Schmo, and here's Trent Green, former quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs, and we're going to do a broadcast. Or here's, I can't think of his name, and Akib Tlaib, and we're going to do this broadcast. Like, they want the big names now. And you know what? You know why that 10 year deal matters for, for Fox? Because all that matters is when they do the live shot of the two commentators sitting in the booth, and you see Kevin Burkhart, and you go, I'm Kevin Burkhart here with. Tom Brady, seven-time Super Bowl winner, that's all, Fox knew. that's all Fox gives a shit about. We got seven-time Super Bowl winner Tom Brady in our booth, and you're going to tune in and listen to him because it's Tom Brady and you want to know what he has to say about the game.
0: So whereas I agree with you that Tom Brady is going to drive in views of just because it's him... I don't care. I don't think it's massive news. I think everybody and their mother would have guessed that Tom Brady's going to go into commentating when he's I done. I didn't. I've, I've heard
1: s- you I've said
0: this for years. I think Tom Brady's going to walk into the sunset
1: and go live on a beach in Costa Rica.
0: Yeah, but how many how many people have told you that Tom Brady's going to commentate after he's done? Zero. Why would anybody think that Brady it, would be I've heard I've heard it from people. Why
1: would anybody think that Brady would be good at commentating? That's my question. I mean,
0: obviously Fox Sports does. I, I, I genuinely no. I don't think Fox
1: Sports thinks he's going to be good. Like,
0: good on Tom Brady. He got a bag, and I think he's going to be a, a billionaire after after this ten years is up. I think, I think I've done the math right. But, oh no, I get to listen to Tom Brady for the. That's the worst part. I have to listen to Tom Brady for the next ten years when he can't just leave sports. I can't just have this guy ride into the sunset like you said and just see him on social media or. Sometimes throughout a football don't game, don't like they, you don't enjoy his TikTok's. Yeah, are we gonna get TikTok Tom Brady or are we gonna get Tom Brady in a booth where like how how is he gonna do this? Is he gonna be funny? Is he gonna try to break it down See, like Peyton Manning does? That's because I, I don't I don't think know. To, I don't think Tom Brady can break down. Okay, let me rephrase, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, this. yeah, let me rephrase it. Do I think Tom Brady can break down film like Peyton Manning can? Of fucking course, kid show. However, do I think Tom Brady can do it in an entertaining way like Peyton Manning and Eli Manning can? Absolutely not. I don't. I, I, I just I don't think he this is going to be good, and I don't care about it. it if he's not good, oh well. What, what am I gonna do? Not watch Fox Sports for, for ten years? I don't think it's that, but like people
1: clearly didn't watch the ESPN broadcast. Like they didn't wa- I didn't watch the Monday Night Broadcast. Like, I hated listening. I would I, mean, I would mute the TV if, I and would, it, when I it was just I the Monday really, Night broadcast. I don't
0: really care about commentators that much. I if mean,
1: you think that the commentators for a
0: game don't matter, you're crazy. I, to me, they, they don't matter. Okay,
1: you say that, but subconsciously they matter to you, and you know that. Yeah, but I've never had a problem with the ESPN broadcast. Really? When it was Brian Grease and, uh, and Lewis Riddick and... I can't even think of the other guy's name. Like That didn't bother like, you that it was like...
0: If the cast was on, I'd watch the Manicast. If the cast wasn't on, I'm still watching football. I still have the commentary right, you're still on. watching
1: the game, but if the game isn't a fucking a super game, you're less interested if the broadcast group is even
0: worse. I, I mean, like, I to don't t- really, but, to me, But to tell me, it, me I'm it wrong about matter. that. It doesn't matter. I'm still watching the game. Are you I'm watching...
1: Still, no, no, I'm sorry. Because that, that bothers me that you're saying that. You're gonna watch the game if the broadcast group is bad. I and have games. I had to listen.
0: I had to listen to, to, look, listen to Booger McFarland for two years in a broadcast booth. Yes, I've listened. I've watched every. I've watched the games. I've listened to the games. Even if
1: it was bad games, you didn't turn the game off because you're like, I can't watch. I've this
0: turned game. off three games because they were bad games, and two of them are my are were Steelers games because the Steelers were playing so bad. Like.
1: Okay, I think that you're just really underselling the value of a good commentator group. I, d- I don't think you understand. Like, no, I'm
0: being honest. I'm giving ah, you fine. my honest opinion. I'm still, everyone's still going to watch the games. It's like, we've, we've put up with Booker McFadden. We've put up with some bad broadcasting groups, and, and the ratings still stay no, relatively the, the same. No, the ESPN
1: Monday Night ratings were terrible. Because
0: they brought in the Manning cast. No,
1: in past years. the last Since they got rid of John Gruden and Mike Tirico, the ESPN Monday Night broadcast ratings have been terrible. People are still going to watch
0: it. it but they
1: haven't been. The, the ratings were bad. The Manning cast ratings were the best thing they've had. Because nobody cared about the, that. They didn't want to listen to that commentating group. It was bad.
0: Give me one second.
1: I mean, I, I know this. Like they, they were down. Monday night ratings were down. Because the broadcast group was bad. Nobody wanted to listen to Brian Grease and Louis Riddick. Nobody cares about those guys. They're not exciting.
0: Through the entire season, Monday Night Football is now averaging 13.5 million viewers, up 12% from 2020 and up 8% from 2019. It's these- Okay, but that's that includes the Manning cast.
1: Like, they brought the Manning cast in, and yes, the viewership went up, is what I'm saying. Since they got rid of Gruden, their viewership had gone down.
0: Okay, I, I, it doesn't matter to me. It, it really doesn't. I think you're trying to make this out to be a bigger, bigger deal than I'm it really not, this is. I'm is
1: not. Hu- this is a massive deal. Tony Romo in the booth has changed things.
0: Yeah. Okay. You're telling me if Tom Brady sucks on Monday Night Football, you're not going to watch it? No, that's not what I'm saying.
1: I'm saying that these, these companies mm-hmm. have realized they have to have star power in the booth or they have to have the very best of the best.
0: Okay. Sounds like good they business to me.
1: They can't get away with... Mediocre booth talent.
0: Yeah. Okay. Sounds like good business.
1: They went and paid a guy who's never done it $375 million. Because
0: he's a seven, he's a six, seven-time Super Bowl-winning quarterback. Like how you never pictured him being in a broadcast booth is because beyond me.
1: In what universe has Tom Brady ever been good in front of a mic? He's not Peyton Manning. He went on SNL. His SNL episode sucks. Like he hosted SNL. He was bad. <laughs> okay.
0: Is SNL. NFL?
1: It's it's hosting. It's hosting. It's being in front of a live mic, in front of an audience, entertaining people on is the Tony spot. Tony Romo good at his job? Tony Romo's phenomenal at his job. And when Tony Romo was playing, I always said Tony Romo will be a better broadcaster than he is a quarterback.
0: Do you think Tom Brady could look at a play and say, this That's is what's going to happen? That's not the That's point. That's the driving no, factor not. for Tony no, Romo's no, entire no, broadcasting no, career. No, because
1: there's great commentators and there's shit ones. You can't tell me that you enjoy listening to shitty commentators. Commentators. It, nobody John Mad- enjoys John it. Madden, but I was going to watch John it. John Madden was John Madden for a reason. He entertained people. Okay. Tony Romo is great at what he does, not just because he predicts plays. That has not. That has nothing to do with it. All those quarterbacks can do that. I have to say here. Romo and are is, you
0: broadcasting with you?
1: This is a story. I'm sorry that you find this so anti-story and anti-timatic. no, it's a
0: story. But we're making such a big deal. If you asked me last year if I thought Tom Brady would broadcast, I'd say yeah, there's a chance. Sure.
1: Where are you getting that from? I don't. You understand act like that this that is all. the
0: first you've heard Tom Brady broadcasting in your life. Yes, it is. No, it's not. This is We've talked about this watching Sunday night Sunday football. We've talked about this plenty of times before. This has been. We you. This is not the first. Did time anybody you're ever this. talk about Michael Jordan broadcasting when Michael
1: Jordan retired? No, he, no, they didn't. So
0: you, 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 you said at the beginning of the podcast. I've always said Tom Brady would be bad at broadcasting after he's done in the NFL, which means we would have had to talk about this at some time or another for you to come up with the opinion that he'd be bad at broadcasting. The guy because got ten years, no, no. three hundred seventy-five million. Because people deal. have
1: asked me, what do you think Tom Brady will do when he retires? And I said Tom Brady will walk away into the yep. sunset because he's there's nothing that he's going to be able to be great at. Okay, that's the problem. But you've
0: me. said. On record that Tom Brady would be bad at broadcasting prior to the podcast. I this said he'd podcast. be a bad
1: coach. I'd say he'd be a, he'd be a bad broadcaster. I said if he had anything to do with football after his career, it would be as an ownership group.
0: I just, I don't, I don't think it's going to matter. It, it's a seven-time winning Super Bowl winning quarterback. They paid him three hundred seventy-five million dollars over ten years. It, it genuinely, I don't think it matters. The 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 viewership, if he sucks, what
1: is he going to drop? Two percent. You don't think that viewership goes down if commentators suck? It's Tom Brady. If, if the man. If can- he blows, do you think that people are going to watch? Yes. And it's l- football. Re- no, 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 seriously. Because there's Tom Brady haters out there. If Tom Brady sucks as a commentator, do you think people are going to listen and watch?
0: It's football. Answer the question. We've gone through. We've answer gone the question. Through the, the, the sport of NFL has gone through political tirades. With people completely disagreeing with both sides of, of a political argument involving the NFL, we've gone through through
1: and they've lost and they've lost. We've viewership. gone through scandals. They lost
0: viewership. Their the ratings were down eight percent. The NFL has gone through scandals and everybody comes back. They've no, gone. The NFL has down. gone through scandals. They are still down from that. You think people are going to leave because Tom Brady is, is is kind of bad at broadcasting in his first year ever? I know it? people
1: that don't that didn't watch Fox Sports because they didn't like to listen to Joe Buck
0: who is one of the five greatest commentators in sports history. It's football. People are going to find a way to watch it, and they're going to watch it. The, people aren't going to stop watching the NFL because Tom Brady's a broadcaster. I don't think it's that hard. I don't think it's that easy to get rid of the number one watched sport in the United States. How many times
1: How many times a week when you watch Sunday Night Football do you see someone on Facebook bitching about Chris Collinsworth and how bad he is? It's every
0: night, but is that person still watching that game? A lot of those people don't watch How would they know if Chris Collinsworth is bad, then? They turn on the game for 10 minutes. They can't take it. Guess what? That's a viewer. If the game
1: gets boring, they turn the game off. If the game gets boring, they turn the game off because they don't want to listen to him.
0: It's a viewer. Right there. If they
1: turn the game off, it's not. You only get viewers if you
0: go from start to finish. No, you could turn it on in the middle of the game and it still counts as a viewer.
1: No, they, they... they count yeah, the watch time st- is they enough. Count, but yeah, the they count who starts and finishes games. Viewer, how many people time. are watching at the end of the game and how many people are watching the beginning? Of the game. So, so when people tally.
0: just click off of the game just to go to a separate channel during commercials and come back when the actual game started, no, that just, when the game ends, yeah, they count that. Who's watching when the game ends? Okay, well, I don't know why they would ever do that because if a team's up fourteen with three seconds left or three minutes no, no. left, I'm turning it's, off. It's the like
1: game. it's a relative. When did people shut the game off? That's what they count. It
0: just doesn't matter. It's people are still going to watch. The, I I could go and pull Facebook right now, and I guarantee you, people are going to say, "Yeah, I'm still going to watch it because it's football." I, mean, that's, I, that's I, fine. I think I, just, I think you're I thinking way you. too much into it.
1: I, I I think that commentating is a big part of sports, and I think that it matters. How many when, how when many a ba- games? I can tell you right now, when a basketball commentary sucks, I don't watch.
0: How many games in your life have you turned off because the commentary was bad? Football games.
1: In the last three years, I would say about 15. And most, 15 games. Mostly Monday night football games.
0: 15 games uh, because his yeah, commentary yes, is Yes,
1: because Thursday night and Monday night, because I think those commentary groups have been bad for the last three years. Well,
0: we also haven't had the greatest slate of games throughout Thursday and Monday night and football.
1: That's fine. But again, like I said, if the
0: game's not good and the commentary group
1: sucks, I shut it off. I'm not going to watch bad football and listen
0: to guys that just suck. Yeah, the commentary group has nothing to do with it. If the football's bad, I'm going to turn the football off.
1: Like, if we're in basketball season and Monday night's on or there's NBA on and the game is terrible, if if John Gruden was on or John Madden was on or Chris Collinsworth was on or Troy Aikman was on, I'd still watch because at least those guys entertain me. Or Tony Romo. At least those guys entertain me. Like if the game isn't entertaining and the
0: commentary isn't good,
1: why am I watching this? I'm not watching for any
0: purpose. I'll go watch basketball. I think you, you letting the commentary play this much out of an effect into you watching football? I'm
1: watching. I'm being entertained by something. If the game's not entertaining, what am I watching for?
0: If the game's not entertaining, what are you watching for? Exactly. If the game's not entertaining, what are you watching for? You're watching for the commentary group. If the commentary group is at least good, the I game will continue bad to listen. The commentary. The commentary. If group John Gruden
1: is on the mic, I'm going to listen because John Gruden says some crazy shit. If and I love to listen to him as the, a
0: personally. If the commentary group isn't good. I have, start, never, if, I have
1: never shut off an L. Michaels game. I will never shut yeah, off when L. Michaels is calling. That was Fine. one of the Steelers game. Okay, I, that does, that's different. That's you shutting it off because your team is losing.
0: Because Yeah, okay. And? That's different. That's,
1: that's completely different. That has nothing to do with the game. If you're just watching a game that has nothing to do with your team, if the commentary group sucks, that's another reason for you to shut the game off. I'm not saying it is the reason. I'm saying it's a... Okay, A reason
0: We're arguing over Commentary groups In the NFL Because
1: you act like They don't play At all the role In your viewing experience Of the NFL they don't I've never No so they tur- play
0: Zero fucking role
1: Sorry Why do you watch Sorry. Red Zone, Sorry. Why, do you watch zero, Red Zone? Zero. Why do you watch Red Zone Why do you
0: watch Red Zone you think you, you think I watch Red Zone what? For any more than 10% if Scott Hansen wasn't Scott Hansen, he was some random guy. You think I you watch Red Zone watch, for any more than 10% of Scott Hansen? No, I watch Red Zone because it's for got every single Sunday of right Scott Hanson. That matters to you. Oh, wow. And then it, if, if it wasn't Scott Hanson, I'd we watch we it for shi- 5% of when another commentator. When we go to
1: games that have shitty commentators, don't we always say, wow, these guys really suck on the mic. I say it constantly. Sure, yeah. But you're still watching it. You're not enjoying it. It's, because it's Red Zone, you know that a different game is coming on. If it was an in-market game at 1 o'clock with commercials, like let's say if was, I was watching a game to Let's completion. say that the only game that yeah. you had to watch was like Jets-Dolphins and it was in-market and it's Kay. the only game that you could watch and the commentators suck, would you still watch? Is it a bad game? Yeah, the game sucks. I probably wouldn't watch it. Exactly. Because the game sucks. Okay, I'm not, not what if, watching what if, it because what of if, the
0: commentators. What if, what if it's Jim Nance-Tony Romo? I'm probably still not watching the game because oh, it's not I'm entertaining. Still
1: watching because it's Jim Yes, 29. because
0: you can sit there and watch a game where it's just run up the middle, run up the middle, three yards, th- three downs, and then they punt the ball away. There's no action. You can watch a game like that. I don't want to watch games like that. I want to watch zero zero. I don't. I don't want to watch any game. You're missing I don't want to. I don't. Huh? You're missing the point. No, I'm telling you that... I just said, if the game sucks and the commentary group sucks, I'm not going to watch. Okay, and if the game sucks and the commentary group su- is good, I'm still shutting that game off. Because I don't want to listen to grown adults. I don't care who they are. Talk about football during a bad game. Unless it's Peyton Manning and Eli Manning.
1: <laughs> there we go. And, there, and, and There's one you. example
0: of a commentary group that I would watch. One. That I would watch the game to completion, probably. And it's not just because of Peyton Manning and Eli Manning, because they can have LeBron James on there. And they're not just going to talk about football. Are you someone talk that talk about di- everything?
1: Are you someone that dislikes Joe Buck?
0: No. Do
1: you di- you dislike Chris Collinsworth? No. There's not a commentary commentator that you dislike. Booger McFarlane. Okay, Booger McFarlane, if ESPN did the Super Bowl and it was Booger McFarlane and the game. Am I still watching the Super Bowl? The game wasn't very good.
0: Am I are you gonna ask me if I'm still watching the Super Bowl? I'm not Bowl? asking
1: you if you're still watching the Super Bowl. Does your opinion of the game or the experience of the Super Bowl change if the commentary sucks? No,
0: I'm going to say that game just sucked. Okay. That game was terrible. I
1: guess you don't watch as in-depth then. To me, that matters.
0: Part of my viewing experience when I'm watching a game isn't before I turn on the game. I wonder who's commentating this football game tonight.
1: That's exactly click. what goes
0: through my mind. Yeah, when I well, watch NBA, you're like, "Oh, it's eight. It's it's eight o'clock on the East Coast. The game's gonna start in 15 minutes. Who's? I wonder who's commentating the game I, tonight. I do ask that question. I've never once thought especially that, especially with life, NBA, because I know that I'm just gonna click on that game and I'm gonna watch it. And if I get bored, click off.
1: I can tell you with the NBA, if it's like Ryan Rucco and some other ESPN person, I don't really care to watch. Okay. I turn it
0: off. I think you're just that's just another reason to make you not want to watch the sport.
1: I think it's an, if I'm going to sit down and watch something for three hours, like the people that I have to listen to for three hours probably shouldn't suck.
0: Okay. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to tell you about this. I just think you, you care too much. About- you don't
1: think that anybody else on the planet cares how their viewership oh, for the three hours definitely. goes? Like, definitely it's just, do. ah, I'm just going to fucking watch this because whatever. Yeah, definitely people it's do. A, If a movie fucking sucks and there's a narrator, are you going to watch it? If you're watching a documentary and the narrator
0: fucking sucks, you're going to keep watching? That's completely different. How is that different? How is that different? Because that narrator is the entire thing of of a documentary. No. If you're watching footage
1: of something... Okay, and a narrator and is And
0: the guy can't explain to me what kind of footage I'm watching and the guy has no idea no, what he's talking about. he just has a about. really
1: boring voice. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I'm he's a boring still voice. Boring. He's not exciting about He's not I, excited about what he's talking about. There's no enthusiasm in it. Are you going to watch?
0: I've sat through many a many a documentary in my life for the Okay, f-
1: in school when you're forced to watch them doesn't count.
0: I've sat through documentaries on Netflix I thought were interesting and the and the commentator wasn't very good.
1: Uh, okay, whatever then. I'm sorry. If you're if you're willing to watch a documentary because if I'm if
0: I'm gonna if I'm gonna watch it if I see a documentary that I'm interested in say say a world War two documentary and I, I'm like oh I really enjoy like learning things about World War two and, and like I like movies about World War two so I watch this documentary and the thing in the documentary is interesting me I'm going to watch it because that's something that's interesting to me I'm not gonna let somebody that's speaking and that's narrating that, that this is these are things that I just I'm going to watch it these aren't I've never, never once thought who's commentating this. Whether it's a, a football game, a documentary, a basketball game, the Olympics, the World Cup, etc. It's never once like everybody made a bi- everyone made a big deal when the Premier League dropped their dropped their broadcasters four years ago. I didn't care because it doesn't matter let's, to let's me. Let's use soccer, okay?
1: ESPN World Cup qualifying. FS1 World Cup qualifying or CBS World Cup qualifying, pretty big difference, right? Going from Taylor Twellman to Jermaine Jones to I don't even know who does FS1.
0: Congratulations, you're using a sport that primarily nobody knows about in the United States. So let's compare FS1. Let's compare Taylor Twelman to Premier League or Champions League. Or I would rather listen to Taylor. Twelman. I would rather not. I would I, I would rather would rather European commentators commentate prim, or United States games and Taylor Twellman. I'll still watch the game if Oh, it's really? it sounds like you have a preference. How many United States games have I watched where it's... I- I've watched every United States game possible since I've gotten off of my jinx stage of the United States national team. I've watched every single game. Never once have I looked at you and said, ah, this commentary is really bad. But do you I have said, a preference?
1: Exactly. You have a preference. But I'm still That's going to point. watch.
0: My entire point okay, isn't... You
1: might... There are plenty of people that feel differently
0: from that. That's my point. Yes, and those people, I think, just don't care. If you're going to let a, a simple commentary aspect of do Do you know anybody game, more
1: passionate about sports than me?
0: Yeah, Seriously. and you're going to sit there and you're going to let a, commentary, a commentator. It matters to me. That's fucking nuts. That's nuts.
1: I, I, I beg you to find someone more passionate about sports than me. That's
0: fine. I'm not... not I'm as that.
1: passionate as anybody, and I still feel that
0: commentary group sucks. That's what I'm. And you're not you're you're that passionate about sports that you're going to let a bad commentary group stop you from watching a game.
1: Yeah, I'll at least mute it.
0: But you're still watching.
1: If I congratulations, really your game, entire
0: argument off. of viewership is got out the window because they can't tell that you muted I've, it.
1: I've turned games off before plenty of times. Okay, that's fine. Plenty of times. That's fine. Like <laughs> I, no, okay, but here's the thing though. How many times have you been watching a game? It's not very boring. You just look at your phone and you black the TV out, though. Oh, plenty. Exactly. So your fucking opinion doesn't count. Moving on. No, it does count
0: because I'll I'll sit I'll sit on my phone for a good game because I'm scrolling through Twitter. I'm watching live reactions of, of people watching the game. Like no,
1: because that means that you're not truly invested in the actual broadcast of the game.
0: Yes, yes, Garrett, I'm sorry, because you've never you've never had a game on and you've just sat there or you've checked out your fantasy score plenty of times and you've refreshed Twitter to see what everybody's saying on Twitter. You've re- you've refreshed Facebook. Oh yeah, you didn't just say ten minutes ago on the podcast. How many times have you scrolled through Facebook and said I'd seen people complaining about Chris Collinsworth on, 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 during on the broadcast? Congratulations. Yep. Me sitting on my phone during games for a little bit is is, is making my entire argument of this completely shit. Complete shit. Like, congratulations. And if your entire goal of this segment was to say dumb shit, just to get me mad, you've succeeded. Because this argument is fucking dumb. That people aren't going to watch football because Tom Brady might be bad at commentating is dumb. I guarantee you. I'll make a bet. We'll put it on the board right now, 10 years from now. We'll check viewership over the next 10 years. Guarantee you. They're relatively the same as they are right now.
1: That would be banking on Tom Brady being bad, and I'm hoping that Tom Brady's great. So I'm not going to make that bet. Why would I want Tom Brady to be bad at that? That would me be betting on Tom Brady sucking. Oh my
0: god! Wow! I think Tom. I don't.
1: I don't want to root for the next ten years of my Fox Sports at four twenty-five in the afternoon or three twenty-five in the afternoon, depending on your time zone, to be a bad Tom Brady of commentating. I don't want that. I can't stand when it's bad commentators.
0: It drives me insane. Are you still going to watch if Tom Brady sucks at commentating? I might put other games (laughs) on. No, you're not. No, no, and here's why. Because Red
1: Zone exists and the 425... See, this is why it's different than Monday Night Football and Sunday Night Football. Because Fox has to compete with other games going on at the same time. And you can just go watch Red Zone. So there are people that just watch the 425 America's game. That's the one that Tom Brady's going to be doing. If you're choosing to watch that, that plays a role in it. You might say, you know what? These commentators suck. Let me go to Red Zone so I don't have to listen to them the
0: whole game. They're not entertaining me. That's another part of it. So, 425. The New England Patriots are playing. Tom Brady's got the game. Tom Brady sucks at broadcasting. You're going to turn that game off I and turn put, on I zone? might just put red zone on, yeah. Okay.
1: I, I don't want to listen to someone that doesn't never, entertain me for four me. hours. Okay.
0: Okay, I, I we're going we're getting nowhere. I
1: understand. I understand if you're if you want to make the argument for you're not going to shut off the Monday night or the Sunday night game because it's the only game on. I understand that. But with the Fox slot, with the four twenty five afternoon game, when there's four other games on and you still have Red Zone, they're at least competing against somebody. There's other
0: football to watch. Yeah, I'm just never going to have Fox Sports on. I'm only going to be watching Red Zone. So the argument to me is pointless. There's I, a lot of times I only want to watch the four twenty five game. The especially one.
1: especially if it's Buck and Aikman or if it's Jim Nance and Romo. I know that's a big game. If they save those guys for the 4 p.m. slot, it's a big game.
0: Okay. I, I, I just think that you're thinking too much into this. I think or dollars It's a lot of money. It's a long-time deal. I don't think it matters. Genuinely, just don't. I also don't think he's going to be bad at commentating. all right moving on let's talk about the nba where do you want to start well what series do you want to start with here i don't
1: i don't particularly care um should we run through i mean we haven't really talked first well we did we talk first round we did but we didn't finish the first round um let's go from here so here's the teams we have left in the east let's go eastern conference Miami-Philly, that's 3-2. Miami's up three. They're going back to Philly for game six. Embiid missed the first two games. He came back, played like a hero, looked like he was gassed in game five. Harden looks like he's done, in my opinion. I think he's just gassed. I, I, don't, I think James Harden physically is... If you look at the history of athletes, there's two, there's two times when athletes fall apart in their career, and it's when they hit the age of 39... Or it's when they hit the age of like 32, 33. Harden's at, her, at the age 32, 33, and it looks like he's hit a wall. I think Harden physically is done. I think his career is on the downside now, and he's about to become a really invaluable player, personally. And I think Miami's going to finish the series off. Thoughts on that?
0: I agree. Miami's. I think Miami wins it in six. Um, I think this season of James Harden is very weird. Because he bounced from New York to Philly, was kind of not in any bit of good shape throughout the entire time in Brooklyn, kind of hasn't gotten himself good in Philly. I don't think it comes down to hitting a wall of just kind of losing some ability to play the sport of basketball and and losing that like star aspect inside of you. I think it just comes down to, does James Harden care? about the sport of basketball But I anymore. think that's part of it, though. So if he doesn't care, yes, he's going to hit that wall easier and lose his stardom. But do I think that just James Harden out of nowhere has lost his ability to be like, extremely special in the sport of basketball? No. So I, I I don't want to overreact. It's not a Sunday or a Monday. We can't have an overreaction day at the moment.
1: We can do overreaction Wednesday. I'm good um, with that.
0: Do I I'm going to go there. Do so. I think James Harden can come back next year and be a su- – not a, not a superstar, because I think that I think he's past that point in his life, in his basketball career, where he can be a superstar in the NFL. Do I think James Harden can come back next year and be an all-star? Yes. That, I,
1: yeah, but that's a different conversation do, because I think – I, 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 I don't mean all-star game. I
0: don't mean all-star game. I mean, when you look at – like, you and I talked yesterday, and when we agree with Nick Wright. Is that who it is? Yep, Nick Wright. Nick Wright, Wright says – in his opinion, there's twelve twelve superstars in the league at all times, which I think I think if we're gonna set a line of who's a, super, who's a superstar and who's not, sure, let's make it twelve people, twelve athletes in the NBA are superstars at all times. Want to say the next twelve, fifteen are all stars? Like I don't, I don't all mean. All stars are. I don't. Yeah. I I hate. I, <laughs> I hate, I'm, fi- I'm fine with where yeah, you're going. I hate the all-star game because I can't use the phrase all-star to, to describe anybody anymore because it immediately just comes down to, well, they were in the all-star game. Well, I don't really give a shit because you can, vote, you can vote Bismack Biambo into the all-star game if we all really wanted to.
1: Andrew Wiggins started the all-star game this year.
0: Do I think James Harden can be an all-star caliber player in the NBA? Yes. Do I think James Harden can be a number one on a team anymore? Probably not. Can James Harden be the best number two in the league? I think so.
1: The best number two in the league? I think so. Oof, I don't know. I mean, that's, that's, that's high praise. Like, right now, would you rather have James Harden or Kyrie Irving? Assuming Kyrie Irving is playing. Kyrie Irving. Okay. He's a number two. Anthony Davis or James yeah, Harden? Yeah, but
0: I think Kyrie Irving is, if, if we're talking all-stars, Kyrie, and the all-star to superstar is, Kyrie Irving might be 14 on that list. Okay. Like, Kyrie like, Irving is, like, on the brink of being an all-star in the league. Okay, so.
1: Chris Middleton or James Harden?
0: If James, is James Harden caring about the sport of, of basketball? Well, let me ask you, because I was going to ask you this question. You
1: think James Harden's going to come back next year? Is, do you believe that James Harden will spend the offseason taking care of his body and getting back into playing shape? Yeah. Because if you can't answer that question yes, then he's done. Because here's the problem. The athletes that make it past the age of 33, those are the LeBrons. Those are the Chris Pauls. Those are the Tom Brady's. Those are the Peyton Manning's. Those are the guys that go above and beyond in, how mu- in what they do to take care of their body. A- Aaron Rodgers. Any of those guys. Kobe Bryant should have played three years longer than he did, but his, you know, he had Achilles injuries, and that's different. But Kobe Bryant, at age 33, like, almost led the league in scoring, dragged his team to the playoffs, and was a fucking animal. James Harden, at 33, looks like fat, slow, and old, so- and he's never taken care
0: of his body. You can't start at 33. You have to start when you're 23. So, yeah, I, if if we're going off of that, then I guess I guess James Harden can't ever be a, in that peak form, but I just I, I find it very hard to believe that an athlete can just over the span of an entire NBA season just I don't know. It's it's so it's so tough for me to just say like, yeah, James Harden's done.
1: I think he's done as a 23 point per game scorer. I think he's See, done his. I, as I that. feel like
0: if he stays on the I don't think the fit on the Sixers is right for him. I, I don't I don't think him and Embiid are really the duo that is going to help either one of them win a ring. Um but I think if we put James Harden on a team like, like the Grizzlies.
1: Hell no. Hell no. He, James Harden is such a one-dimensional player, and he's such a slow-the-game-down, half-court guy. No way in hell on the Grizzly. I mean, look, the problem with James Harden... The
0: Timberwolves. Fuck no. Uh, hell no. I think if you have a duo of Anthony Edwards and, and James Harden, I think that would no, work. because I, I don't want the ball in James Harden's hands. I
1: want the ball in Anthony Edwards' hands. James Harden looks like he can't get to the rim anymore. He literally can't get to the rim.
0: Yeah, but I'm I'm of the thought that do I think James Harden could put in an off season of work and and but get do himself bl- back. But do you believe ship? he's going? Do to? I think he's going that's, to? That's Probably my problem. Not. Though. Do you Probably believe he's going not. to?
1: Because like the guy has played more minutes than anybody in the last like eight years. Yeah, and he doesn't take care of his I mean, body. It's it's
0: hard for me because James Harden has always been that guy. That it's like James Harden was a top
1: I top seven player yeah. in the league for like three years.
0: Yeah, and after, other than that, he was top twelve player in the league. Like he, he, t- James Harden has always been that, I'm going to light you up for thirty five to forty five whenever I really feel and, like and it, and
1: that's fine. I agree with you, but at some point, certain players hit no, walls. I, yeah, and I think that we're seeing James Harden hit the wall. I, I just don't believe he can ever be that kind of a player anymore. He's past that, in my opinion. I just he doesn't take care of himself. Clearly, he's overweight. He looks like. He looks like he's walking around at, like, 280 in all seriousness. He looks like he's about 280 pounds.
0: Oh, I mean, him in Brooklyn. He was at the donut shops yeah, in Brooklyn just, every single day. So
1: I, I just cannot see it. Um, he can't get by people. They've changed the foul rules now. It, you know, he doesn't get the same calls because they changed the rules. And I just – I don't believe that he can be your second best player on a team anymore. And when he's not your number one player, I don't think he's as effective.
0: Yeah, I, I – I think if James Harden wants to, yeah, but, but I don't. Again, that's such a yeah.
1: that's such an if. Like, all right, let's jump to the other East series. The this is two two, Boston Milwaukee is tonight. The winner is Game coming
0: five. out of. I don't mean to interrupt you. I said it before we did all of the NBA with the predictions and stuff. The winner is coming out of this series. No question. It's well, no, the winner is so, coming out of this series. Uh, yes, <laughs> yes, the NBA champion is coming out of this series. NBA champion. Okay. Barring that these two don't go to a game seven and kill each other. Because this goes to a game seven. Giannis doesn't even hurt himself. Giannis just kind of gets hammered for the next three games. We're in game five, right? The next three games, Giannis just gets hammered by the Celtics. I mean that that's gonna I mean tough tough series are hard And, and that's what this is. This is A tough series between, in my opinion, the two best teams in the NBA right now. I get that the Heat and the Suns are still in, and they're the one seeds. The Heat are going to lose to either one of these teams, and if the Suns make it to the finals against one of these teams, they're losing, barring any sort of just injury to one of these main players. But the biggest fear I have is these two teams just kicking the shit out of each other because Giannis looks tired. And he looked absolutely out of gas. Uh, how game much point. do I think Jason Tatum can just... I mean, Jason, it takes Al Horford getting a 30-point game for the... I, I, congrats to Big Al. I love Big Al. I, I, every time I go to a Celtics game or I watch the Celtics, I want Al Horford to do well because he's just that oddballed guy on a team that I had him on thunder, and I loved it. I loved when Al Horford was there, but... What, those 20 it, games he played for you? It took the Celtics... It took Al Horford getting thirty points for the first time ever in his career in a playoff game to beat the Bucks in a Game Four. So
1: that's a fair—that's fair, but at the same time, like someone else could have stepped up so for Boston. I understand. So I think and that that's kind of an overblown statement. I
0: understand, but this Celtics team, and they're doing all of this without Marcus Smart. No, which they,
1: no, they miss Smart in Game
0: Two and they miss Rob
1: in Game Four. But okay, so I'm, that's fine with me. They should have won Game Three. They got clearly robbed on a call at oh, the end been of the game waiting three. for this. They did. I- I'm sorry. That was and they lost game 3. It is what it is. They should have they shouldn't have missed so many shots. They shouldn't have turned the ball over the way that they did. That was clearly Marcus Smart shooting a three-pointer. The NBA even came out afterwards and said that Smart should have gotten three free throws. Like the officiating in the series both sides. Oh yeah. It's been terrible. This has been an awful officiated series and they just flat out missed that call. They missed several Giannis goaltend calls. They missed two charges against Giannis. He was called for a charge, and it clearly wasn't a charge. Like The, the, the officiating on every side of this, co- this series has been awful. And they, they were robbed of Game 3. Like, clearly robbed of Game 3. It yeah. should have been smart at the line with like four seconds left shooting three free throws.
0: The thing about this series that scares the shit out of me is, is the Celtics win. Let's say it goes to Game 7, the Celtics win. What does it take from Jason Tatum in these next three games to just win out? Like, can Jason Tatum rely on a teammate to score thirty points that you're not really accounting for, and just get by on the skin of his the skin yeah. of his teeth? I, I believe in I believe in the. You role think players. somebody in the Celtics can it step have up to be and thirty? And well, well, like okay, you beat the Bucks by four in Al Horford. No. no, they
1: they beat him by ten.
0: Oh, was it time It was like ten.
1: Yeah, they they ran away with it at the end. Like, Al got twenty. Grant Williams had a bad shooting night. Grant Williams at home shoots better at home. Jalen Brown was a little off, but he had a productive 18 points. Smart missed a lot of shots. Like, Pritchard was 0 for 3 from 3. How often does that happen? Pritchard usually hits shots. Like, Boston just figures it out. Someone's going to score for them. They're going to figure it out. I just go ahead. Go ahead. ahead, ahead. No, go 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 ahead. So like my question with Milwaukee is pencil like, and we talked about this last night. When you play the Nets, you just pencil KD and Kyrie in for 60. Like you just figure they're gonna get sixty. With the Bucks, it's like, okay, you pencil in Giannis for thirty five. Who's the next guy if Middleton's not there, you're penciling it? Drew Holiday looks like he's seeing fucking ghosts out there. Like he can't do anything right. So who are they getting buckets from? That's my like you're asking Grayson that about the Allen. Celtics. Right. Like I'm asking that about the Bucs. Who's gonna score for no, them? No, and and Gian, I agree. Like Giannis can like,
0: take thirty four shots. It, I'm not and I don't want to sit here and compare supporting casts because it's not even close. It's the guys from Boston. Yeah, Boston just—they're just deep. They're a team. You can't—I mean—you can't compare the Celtics to anybody in the league because it's the, them, the them Celtics, and Phoenix The Celtics staff. have probably the best ten guys out of anybody in the—not even ten guys. I would say it's eight. Eight guys. It's eight guys. Like uh, them and Phoenix are the two,
1: and and Golden State is close. Well, yeah. As far and well, Memphis maybe two years from now,
0: but like it's just you're you're tra- Yeah, it's that's just my biggest fear. I I don't want. From either sides because I I want to be able to have the argument in five years when Giannis wins two more championships that Giannis is a top five player of all time. You
1: want to have that now? I'm fine. Because with that.
0: because Giannis, Giannis double dips, wins the championship two years in a row. He goes from a top twenty player of all time, top twenty five player of all time to Top twelve. Top yeah, top he twelve. Immediately, if he
1: wins like, if, If the Bucs win this series and Giannis wins a title, he's a top twelve player of all time. The Bucks don't have any what free agents twelve. Yeah.
0: What 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 free agents do the Bucs have this year? Good question. There you go. No,
1: the question is what veteran free agents are going to want to come and play for the Bucs to win a title? That's the question. Giannis then
0: three peats because what? The how many athletes how many how many teams have three peated in the league? You have the Lakers, the Bulls, the Celtics of the sixties. The fourth, fifth team ever in NBA history to three peat in, in the NBA. Three, you have the Bulls. And twice. it's plausible. You're, yeah. you're telling me the Bucks double dip, and I'm not going to go next year and say the Bucs are going to win it again because
1: they would be the favorites. Yana, they're they're yeah. their favorites. So next year, these exactly are
0: the close. things that are going to stop the Bucs from doing it. Giannis getting hurt. End of end of list. He he's yeah, he I mean
1: he's the best player in basketball. It's not even close. Yeah. And if you want to dispute that, like I'm, I'll sit here all day,
0: and we can have the conversation. There's nothing if, you can say. If we are being 100% honest with everybody listening and, and ourselves, if there is an MVP of the league every single year, it is Giannis. Right now, yeah. But we can't give it to Giannis every single year. No, it's a regular season yeah. award. Like, it is. Giannis is, is, and probably will be for the next three years, the best player in the league. Next
1: three? I'd go next five. Uh, there's nobody... There's nobody, like, unless Luka takes some ridiculous jump or Tatum takes a jump, there's nobody else that's close. Like, Jokic, unless Jokic gets, like, 8% to 10% better, and I feel like he's at his peak, Embiid's not going to get any better than what he is. There's nothing else that he can add to his game. Like, unless Luka, Tatum, let's say Zion gets healthy, which, God, that, that's never going to happen, but whatever, There's nobody else in the league right now that, other than those two guys, in my opinion, that can even come close. Tatum can do it because Tatum has Kevin Durant-like shot-making ability. He can play defense on both ends, and now we're seeing him put the ability to pass together. Luka can do it because Luka can score, but the problem with Luka is defensively. So if like Tatum goes to Kevin Durant scoring ability, or Luka adds defense, we'll have a conversation. Until then, I don't want to hear a conversation. There's no argument. Giannis is the best basketball player on the planet. He's unstoppable. The Celtics are the best basketball, the best defensive team of the last 10 years. They can't stop him. They're just saying, go ahead, beat us. Yeah, Beat us by yourself, because nobody else is helping you. You are alone. And we saw it. He couldn't get off the floor. He had to come out of the game with five minutes to go and take a whole minute because he couldn't breathe. He's exhausted. They're just saying, Okay, you're gonna score every time down the floor and oh by the way, you're switching on to Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown every single possession. And, and that's
0: what I fear, because I don't think that the Heat can beat the Bucks. No, they, the, the Bucks would destroy but my would destroy my Do mind. I think the Heat can beat the Bucks if Giannis is just no. hammered after seven games? Even
1: still I don't think it would matter. That guy is I don't you know you know how much energy it takes every single night? To just so continuously go to the basket.
0: The the argument there is on on your side right now is we saw Jimmy Butler like barely being able to walk in the bubble through that, that those series with the with the Heat and the Celtics. Like he was getting No, that up.
1: was that was by the Lakers series.
0: Was that he the was, Lakers like, yeah, series? Yeah, it was the Lakers series. Like he he was going through hell in that series. And that Lakers team doesn't compare to the Bucs, in my opinion. Like so That's different.
1: I, I agree with you, but at the same time, Giannis is a completely different yeah. animal than Jimmy Butler. Oh, yeah. Like, Jimmy Butler, A, has way more miles on his body so, than Giannis does.
0: <laughs> let's 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 do this. The Bucks beat the Celtics. Be- the Celtics beat the Bucs, it's not even a question that the Heat... I don't think it's a question to begin with, but what does it take for the Heat to be able to beat the Bucs? In an, in an NBA Eastern Conference you, final. You
1: would need Tyler Hero to go bubble nuclear. That's what I, mean, I was that's, thinking.
0: That's what you're talking. You, Tyler
1: Hero has to get to the bubble level, and I
0: don't see that. Yeah, you need Bam to be Bam, you need Jimmy to be Jimmy, and you need Tyler Hero to be Steph Curry. And Kyle Lowry can't be hurt. And yeah. Kyle Lowry's clearly hurt.
1: He's clearly hurt right now, and you can't play him if he's injured because he's going to get hunted. And if he's not healthy, you're not beating them.
0: And then the Suns are just... Look, the Suns are phenomenal. I think the Suns but... get overrated so much. Look, I love Devin Booker. I'm such a big Devin Booker fan. But I just
1: <laughs> You're not going to convince I, I me that think the think Suns are so overrated. The Suns do not have a player on their team that can match up with a guy like you. I don't think the Suns can beat the Warriors. I think the Suns could beat the Warriors. I I'm not
0: worried about that. Uh, Golden
1: State's not playing well. I'm sorry.
0: They're not playing you're well. You're telling me Golden State goes to Western Conference finals and they can't. T-
1: they played the corpse of the Nuggets. I love the Nuggets. They basically said, yeah, Jokic, you can get 60 if you want. You got no help, guy. You have no help. They're
0: playing the, they're playing the, the Grizzlies.
1: West. Yeah, they're playing the Grizzlies. Okay, great. They've had Dylan Brooks miss the game. Jaws now done for the series. Like, great. You're,
0: yeah, but Ja is only done for the series because you're not going to risk him Derek Rosing himself after hurting. No, he has a bone bruise. He can't play on that. I think he would be able to play. I think. Okay, if, but I think you're also, it, I think you're also playing
1: a, against a team that if they were to make the finals would be the youngest finals team in nba history by like two years wait you're
0: talking about the grizzlies The if the grizzlies were to make
1: the finals they would be the youngest finals team in nba history by an average of two years do you know how young that is this team has won one playoff series just this year they beat a timberwolves team who come on let's be honest are they really a competitor no like this this grizzlies team is way too young okay they this Grizzlies team is that Celtics team from 2018 that took LeBron to seven games, except that team was a different team. That, th- those guys were out of their fucking minds. This Grizzlies team is not that team even. Yeah. They're just a young team that did well in the regular season. Like, the Warriors have not played anybody. They haven't. The, the Suns right now are like, oh, we got to deal with Luka. Well, who's kind of similar to Luka? Oh, Giannis is kind of like Luka because it's like, we got to stop Giannis. Stopping Luka is pretty fucking hard. He's good.
0: He's great. No, I don't think anybody's stopping the Bucks, unless it's the Celtics.
1: I don't think anybody has a defense that can do it except for them. They're the like, only team left that has the land. Lam- and that's
0: what I'm saying. I don't think that, I, that the, the winner of the NBA, is, yeah. barring an injury, because I don't ever want to account for that. I, I, I never do. But I'm going to say it. Barring an injury, the Boston Celtics or the Milwaukee Bucks are winning the NBA. And I would say go bet on a FanDuel, but I guarantee you the odds are minus 140 for the Bucks and plus like 180 for the Celtics. So unless you're making a $150 bet, it really doesn't fucking matter. Like, these teams are unstoppable, and I don't want it to sound like we're just blowharding either one of these teams, but no, this is but just like, factual.
1: I'm going to because A, I'm a Celtics fan, and B... I've been a Giannis fan since that draft. I think that I, I said that guy was going to be a superstar. I have loved every minute of him. He is he is just phenomenal. I've okay, we'll, we'll, we're we're going to talk about this in a minute. I just because I just want to laugh about it. Rudy Gobert calling out Shaquille O'Neal <laughs> is like the dumbest thing I've ever seen on social media.
0: Yeah, did you see Shaq's response? Yeah, he told me to fifteen points in the first three minutes. Yeah, the first three minutes. Yeah, no, he said it was twelve points. Twelve in three points. Minutes,
1: yeah. yeah, it's like. Okay, so we all know nobody can guard Giannis in the league. Okay, Shaq, 92 to 02 when he was in shape and at his peak. So is Giannis plus 75 pounds and only
0: trying to dunk on you? So let's do this. I want to do the most off our heads right now, 10 minutes. Most dominant starting five in NBA history. Like, out of anybody. So, yeah, Shaq at the, the five. I want to yep. put Giannis at the four. I'm going to do LeBron. Can I, put,
1: can I put Wilt at the four? Like, is that legal? Am I allowed to put Wilt at the four? Sure. We'll go big. We'll okay. go Wilt at the I'm four, Giannis, Shaq at the, and well, Giannis at the three. Giannis at the three, yeah. Like, like so, LeBron, to me, is not unstoppable. Like, physically, he's not unstoppable. Yeah, but was was
0: Miami, Miami LeBron wasn't, like... That guy was a freight train.
1: He he was a freight train.
0: But, like, when I think about
1: unstoppable, I think about, like, at your position.
0: Yeah. You're so physically imposing. Okay. You can destroy anybody. Can I offer you a one? Sure. This guy doesn't fit the mold of this team at all. Like, but I think it's got to be the guy from Golden State. Curry? Yeah. I think that... We see it, and it's bad to bring this up for an argument, but all-star game this year. When Curry is on, he is the most unstoppable point guard we've ever seen.
1: Other than Magic Johnson, yeah, I like, agree. when Because Curry, Magic could always get whatever he wants. When
0: Curry flips the switch, Curry's going to drop 60 on your head with 15 threes. So unless you're opposed to that, I think we got to do Curry at the one. Right, so here's my other,
1: here's my other yep. argument with the unstoppable thing.
0: You're so unstoppable
1: that you don't ever settle for what the defense wants you to do. Like, LeBron, my, always, my biggest problem with LeBron is yeah. always, he's always shied away from the free throw line at times, and he's always taken too many threes. That's why Giannis is the three and Wilts the four, because Giannis is just like, I'm still trying to dunk on you. He is going to the rim, and if he gets fouled, he doesn't care. LeBron is shy. And it's not. this is not a, a knock on LeBron. LeBron is the second greatest basketball player of all time. I'm <laughs> not trying to sit here and say Giannis is greater than LeBron. I'm just talking about, like, impossible to guard. He's going at you. There's nothing you can do about it. It's Shaq. It's Wilt. It's Giannis. I'll give you Curry because I actually agree with you. If If you're just talking... How the fuck do I guard this guy when he's pulling up from forty? I can't. And the yeah. other one's Michael Jordan. Yeah. It's my because when Michael Jordan just said, "You can't fucking stop me. You can't stop." him. And
0: then can I do a six? You can have a six. I'm gonna give a guy from Boston a little bit of credit. I think there's a guy named Larry Bird that I think if you so it's I don't I don't think it's the the best six we could get because I like there's a Giannis there there's a LeBron. I, see, in I there. can't I can't do the Larry Bird thing. Okay.
1: I can't because and here's why like. But my. Yes. My, so yes can I give could. you my argument first? Well, the problem with Larry, and I'll let you do your argument after. The problem with Larry, the position he plays, because he's 6'10, he's a power forward, small forward. I need that guy to be the freight train going to the basket. At one, at the point guard and the shooting guard, I'm okay with you being a shooter. Those positions, I need you to be just so physically
0: dominant. Yeah. Like he would. Ne- Larry Bird would never be able to match up on the Like it just wouldn't happen. Oh, he, he could never guard you. But, oh my God. I feel like if you go into a. Like, you have to play against the Boston Celtics, and and it's Larry Bird's on the team. And Larry Bird hears any bit of a chirp that you're talking, any bit of shit, and I think that guy is just going to say, okay, well, here you go. Here, Here's like the story you told me earlier where,
1: oh, where, Sha- where Sean Kemp said uh, he asked Sean Kemp if he, he's the guy that broke all his Indiana records, and Sean Kemp goes, yeah. And Larry Bird looks at him and goes, I got something for you tonight, motherfucker. Yeah. And then like, drops 40, 10, and 10 on him. Like, yeah, I mean... But that's so, that's a different style yeah, of dominance. Like, that's, that's just you can't guard me tonight.
0: I don't think it's the best six because there's a LeBron. i um, we're definitely missing people. Like no, I,
1: I think in NBA history, like those are the guys that just there's no way to there's no way to referee them because Shaq is was you yeah. couldn't you couldn't you know you didn't know what was an offensive foul or what was a defensive foul. Will, I mean, come on, yeah, the guy has points. every scoring record in the goddamn books, like. If he played for five more years, he'd probably have 50,000 points. You know? Giannis, I've never seen a player like him in NBA history that just can... You have to build a wall. We never had to build a wall with LeBron. LeBron was just, well, you back off him and you hope he shoots a three. And if he shoots a three, you're getting away. Giannis is like, I ain't shooting no three. I'm going through yeah. the wall. No,
0: I'll shoot a three when when I feel like shooting a three. Right. It might not right. go in. Like right. it's probably not going in. But like I'm but so like hot LeBron, right now that I feel confident. LeBron was a three.
1: always like eight threes a game. Yeah, and I always had a problem with that. Giannis is like, I'll shoot twenty free throws. I'm not afraid. When, tell me when LeBron was ever fine shooting twenty free throws. And again, I am not knocking LeBron on the all-time ranks. I'm simply saying dominance. If you're talking physically destructive and unguardable at certain points. It's Giannis, it's Will, it's Shaq, it's Michael, and I will give you Steph Curry. I don't have a problem with that because if I go through the point guards in NBA history, all of them have a weakness, other than Magic. But the problem with Magic is he didn't try to destroy people; he just would just pass around them. And my God, I, so I can't even. Th- the
0: only other option I see is. Moving Giannis to the one and just playing extremely big.
1: <laughs> I mean, and then you want to put LeBron on there? Then <laughs> like, fine. If you want to do that, Giannis one, if MJ you, want LeBron, two. you can put LeBron at your one. I'm fine with that. He's yeah. like the greatest passer I've ever seen. Fine. We'll,
0: we'll do that. Like, if you want to take Curry off and put that's your lineup, sure. And then Curry at the Six. So when Curry comes so when Giannis drops fifteen, MJ drops fifteen, LeBron drops that's, fifteen, and that's gonna be a packed. Well Will drops twenty and Shaq drops twenty in the first half. Then you have Steph could just play the whole second half and drop forty five on your head. Can we do the Rudy thing really quickly?
1: Sure. So the Rudy does his thing on oh lock up Shaq's ass. I then proceeded to watch like several Shaquille O'Neal highlight reels. Just if anybody thinks that Rudy Gobert is a legitimate defender in this league. Go and look what Shaq used to do to Shaq well, has not a play a defensive league. My my favorite play in Shaq's history is and I, I watched like four times yesterday. It's against David Robinson on
0: the Spurs. So he dunks it and just puts his junk in his face. That's my that's my favorite Shaq he, moment.
1: He just tur- he catches one dribble turns pump fakes and then just dunks it yeah. on David Robinson. It's like that's the Admiral. That guy is jacked and just absolutely obliterates him like a rag doll. There was no guarding him. And Shaq was light on his feet. That's the thing that people forget. Like That guy could run the floor like Giannis. Like he's, He was so good. If he just kept in shape. My, I've always said if Shaq stayed in shape, he'd be the greatest basketball player ever. I yeah. would put him number one. If he, if he kept in shape, if he had Kobe's mentality, or even half of it, he would be the greatest basketball player of all time. That's that's how great that guy was. So Rudy Gobert, once again, a guy I hate. Shut the fuck up. Go home.
0: You're getting He's traded home. this offseason. He's in Cabo right now. Is he in Can he afford to go to Cabo?
1: I don't I don't, I don't think know. he can afford to, to go to Cabo. He's in the I feel, I feel like Cabo is like the Durant's, the LeBrons. I feel like like Gobert's got to go back to Paris for the for the summer. He
0: goes home. To France. <laughs> he can't afford to go to Cabo. Yeah, like
1: he's got to go to France. He's not allowed in Cabo. Defensive player cool. of the year. He's winner not cool to enough
0: Gobert. for Cabo. Like he's not. You don't cool have to be cool. You know who's in yeah. Cabo? You know who's in Cabo you know right now? Alexis Do You think that guy's cool enough to be in Cabo? Cool as
1: shit. <laughs> like, he's the, he's the slim.
0: He's the white slim reaper. Like, come on, it's. Rudy Gobert is in Cabo. Hey, fine, he's not in Cabo. He's in the Maldives. Like the Maldives. <laughs>
1: I'll give you the Maldives. That's fine. That's fine. I'll give you that. All right, let's do the Western Conference really quick. I don't um, want
0: to. It's so boring.
1: I, it, I
0: hate the West.
1: All right. Well, th- then let's just do Phoenix Golden State because I think that's, yeah. I think we assume that's what's going to happen.
0: Yeah, the Mavs aren't beating the Suns, and the, and the Grizzlies aren't coming back from three one. It's just not happening. Like we need we need Luca to go nuclear for it not he's to be. He's been the Suns. going nuclear. Can he keep it up though?
1: He's given up too much on the defensive end. That's his problem. Like, so I, we don't have to talk Cavs. Okay. We'll skip it. Look, I think the Phoenix series is over. I think the Golden State series is over. Are you picking Golden State or are you picking Phoenix?
0: I just if you ask me who's winning in that I think the series goes 7. I agree. I think it's a 7 game series. I think if you ask me I'm giving Steve Kerr and Steph Curry and Klay Thompson, Draymond Green, seven games and Jordan Pool now. Seven games what, to what win a series. What nickname did we give them? I don't remember. The I pool I, party? I said I said it was Splash Bros in a pool, but the pool party splashing around in a pool. But no, I don't like. that. It's, it's got to be quick. It's got to be. I just I don't think that those guys can lose a game seven. Three's company. Three's company. Yeah, Jordan Pool fucking. Out of nowhere.
1: Not out of nowhere, though. Like, he was good last it was year. He was good. And then we, like,
0: but there like, was a road for him to be a good yeah. player,
1: I, I always thought. And Golden State is better than anybody at developing. I um, just,
0: I don't think that team's able to be stopped. And we always see stuff with Chris Ball coming out. And Devin Booker's becoming the same way, where, with a blink of an eye, either one of these players can be out for a few games. And I don't. Again, I don't want to bank on injury, but Chris Paul and Devin Booker are playing an entire seven-game series against Draymond Green and the Golden State Warriors. I will be shocked if they play a full seven games each.
1: So can I give you my issues with both teams? Sure. Let's start with Golden State. I think defensively, Clay Thompson is not nearly the same player anymore. Nope. And Draymond, can we just talk about how the fact he doesn't shoot the ball at all? Like, he doesn't shoot at all. And that's like, he's never been a great shooter, but he always kept players honest. If he's not shooting at all and you don't have to guard him like that, that's a problem. And against a team like the Grizzlies, you can get away with it. Against a team like Miami, you could probably get away with it. Even against a Philly or a Milwaukee, you could probably get away with it. Phoenix and Boston, you can't get away with that. They will hunt that. Yeah, and we're not talking about that. Well, we we are though. That that's part of it. We're, against Phoenix, that's a problem. If he's not shooting at all, if Clay is not defensively where he once was, and I, I don't think anybody expects him to be, but if he's not even eighty percent of that, which I don't think he is, that's a problem against Phoenix. It's not a problem against every team, but it's a problem against Phoenix.
0: James Wiseman have a Do back day
1: I have no idea I'm done I don't even think Even if he comes back He's going to play Yeah I I don't see how Kerr is going Kerr didn't even feel Comfortable playing him In the regular season No way is he playing him In a postseason game Um Although against Against Aiton He might not Shy away from it Because Aiton is not This destructive Genius Yeah You know He's a physical Freak
0: I want to talk about DeAndre Aiton Let's Let me finish Golden State Go for it
1: And then we'll talk Phoenix I think Golden State has the depth, but if Curry's not hot and they're not defensively where they once were, that bothers me as far as can you win the title? And against the East teams like Milwaukee and Boston, who I think we both agree are coming out, I don't trust Golden State defensively to be able to hang in with them because Boston's good. You want to play 95-95? We're good with that. We'll lock you guys up. And if you guys, if we struggle to shoot, we'll play a close game. We have no problem. Golden State has to outscore you. I don't think defensively they're good enough. You can't rely on Andrew Wiggins to guard Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and Giannis. Like, no way. You're, you're going to get destroyed doing that. Um, so that, that's my biggest issue with, those, with, with Golden State. I just think that defensively they are not the same team. And that's what they hung their hat on for those titles. I still think that they can beat Phoenix, though. I, but I, I think that
0: the Warriors always had that sort of grit and grind to them where, like, Zaza Pachulia will kick you in the nuts if you fuck up once or twice. Like,
1: No, he'll step on your ankle. Dr- Draymond will kick you in the nuts.
0: Yeah, like, I think there was always that kind of, we're playing a little bit of street ball here, and I think Draymond's a little bit too old to be doing that. Well,
1: the other thing we got to talk about is Draymond is one flagrant foul away from being suspended for a game. Yeah. And again, 2016, that played a role. That caused them to lose that series. Yeah. If he was to miss a game because of a flagrant, they're not they're not winning anything without Draymond. Like Steph is their MVP. Draymond's actually the MVP. They don't win without Draymond. They need him defensively and as a distributor. Like, they can't get away without him. They, they just can't. So if he was to miss a game, that's a serious blow to them. So Phoenix, my problem with Phoenix,
0: I trust Chris Paul. I trust Devin Booker. That is a problem. You're right. <laughs> I think you trust Chris Paul and Devin Booker.
1: Okay. I trust Chris Paul and Devin Booker. I don't trust DeAndre Ayton. I trust Mikhail Bridges. I know what Mikhail Bridges is. Jay Crowder, fuck no. Do I trust that guy in a playoff series? Hell no. He can go... 8 for 10 from 3, or he can go 0 for 12 from 3. No fucking way.
0: Could I give you my DeAndre Ayton thing? Yeah, give it to me. I think he's got a little bit of untapped potential. Um, I don't think he's got... That's a hot take. No, but... (laughs) So, I'm trying to figure out the best way to word this. I don't think he... Is being utilized in the best best way possible? No, I... Yes. But I also think there's a little bit of him, like... I'm the third guy here. I was drafted number one overall, and I'm the third guy in this system. When there's guys like Bam Adebayo and I'm gonna say Carl Anthony Towns, and all of these centers that are being utilized in their offenses a lot, and I think he's kind of like. Just I want to be that, and is this is this my? No, you can be that in Oklahoma City. Tour it might be, and, and I don't want to say like that, but I think there's a little bit of DeAndre and isn't being utilized enough, and he kind of understands that and sees it because DeAndre Ayton has not become a no name in the NBA, but he's become a backseat to guys like Chris Paul and Devin Booker because they are just the the spotlights on his team, and and if you ask me, DeAndre Ayton is in the same supporting cast as every other other player in the. On the Suns, it's not like, oh, well, there's Chris Ball and Devin Booker is 1A, 1B, and then the number two is DeAndre Ayton, and then so on and so forth. I think DeAndre Ayton is in that same, like, I'm just a supporting cast for these two main characters.
1: So I'm digesting what you just said, and I think I understand what you're saying. Um, My response to that would be what do you think? What do you personally think DeAndre Ayton is? Let's just do a stat line. What's a stat line that you think Deandre Ayton should be?
0: I think Deandre Ayton could be Bam Adebayo.
1: I disagree with that. Okay, because, why? Because well, they're two different styles. Because Bam is yes. Bam is Al Bam is Al Horford 1.0. He's actually what we really wish Al Horford was. As a scorer and he's a better passer. Defensively he's ridiculous. Like I don't think Bam is comparable to Deandre Ayton.
0: I don't think he no, is at all. But to what Bam what Deandre Ayton could mean to a team, I think it could be Bam Adebayo. Play styles come I don't think there's a player like like Deandre Ayton or Bam Adebayo in the league. I think they are both extremely special centers.
1: Is Deandre Ayton what we wanted Andre Drummond to be? How about that? Cuz he can rebound when he wants to. His rebound numbers I think are DeAndre low. Ayton
0: could be better than what we wanted Andre Drummond right. to be.
1: Right, we wanted Andre Drummond to develop a fucking post move and hit free throws, yeah. and he never did So that.
0: yes, I think DeAndre Aiton could be what we wanted and Andre Drummond like to be.
1: Defensively, he's much better than Drummond yes. was, because Drummond really was only a rebounder, and as a defender, he wasn't anything against a switch. Aiton yeah. can defend the switch, so is he that? Well, what does that get you, in my opinion? Because that gets you, you're the third best player on a title team. That's no. what I see in him. I think
0: I think, I think DeAndre Ayton can play the role that Bam Adebayo does. I think DeAndre Ayton can be the second best player on no. the team.
1: Okay. See, I don't, and here's why. Because Bam offensively can do... The size that Bam plays at is different than what Ayton plays at. Ayton plays at Joel Embiid's size. Can Ayton be Joel Embiid? Why not. That's my problem, then. Because... Bam plays this switchable, I shoot threes at a high rate, I make mid-range at a high high rate, I can guard one through five, I'm a better passer, that's his game. So, I'm going
0: to throw it back to a few podcasts ago when I think you asked me Bam Adebayo or DeAndre and whoever I had. I did. And my answer was Bam Adebayo. And my exact reasoning was Bam Adebayo can be the best player on a championship winning team. DeAndre can't be. So I think comparing DeAndre to Joel Embiid isn't fair because I think Joel Embiid can be the best player on a championship winning team. So
1: when I made that comparison for you, I did that because of age. Okay. And I did that because I think right now they're the second or the third most important pieces on their team. That's why I did. and And the age thing. Yeah. Because I don't expect Bam to be the best player on his team. That's not his role. His role is to be the everything. He's the Andre Iguodala center position. Igu- that's wow. what Bam is. Yeah. And I love that in a player. That's what I want in my center. Bam is the perfect center for me. If I was building a team, that's the kind of center I would want. Yeah. I don't like the big lungering centers anymore. They're, that era just doesn't work anymore.
0: Personally, but if you're telling how me, how are you so much of an Evan, Evan Mobley guy and not because like, Evan Mobley is like Bam? Evan Mobley is not this big, lead-footed guy. Yeah, Evan
1: Mobley can guard one through five. DeAndre Ayton ain't guarding one through five. He's guarding big threes, fours, and fives. That
0: Bam can guard one I through five. I, I think that would work. I do. I just I don't I don't see why. So you don't think DeAndre Ayton can be a number two on a championship winning team?
1: No, I don't. Not unless he develops into Joel Embiid. Okay. Because that that's the guy physically that I, I would have to compare him to.
0: So, the Jazz. The Jazz get DeAndre and the Jazz can't... <laughs> You're asking
1: me about the Jazz.
0: Donovan Mitchell and DeAndre? No, and, hell no. Hell do no. you think they'd do worse than the Jazz yes. would? Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: I would. Okay. Like... As far as they would do worse in the regular season, maybe they would do better in the postseason, but not well enough that it would make a difference. Like, at least they have an identity with Rudy, even though I hate him. Like, they at least know what their identity is in the regular season. Ayton in the regular season would get would be a problem. Maybe
0: I'm chance. just too high on DeAndre Aiton because I want you, him on the team. <laughs> like, and, and
1: I love DeAndre Ayton. I think he's excellent. I still would have picked him number one in that draft for Phoenix. If it was any other team, no, I would have taken Luca. Because Phoenix already had Devin Booker and Mikael Bridges, I would have gone with Ayton because if you're trying to build a team, you still need that kind of a guy, but he can't be your number one. You're not picking him to be your number one. You're picking him to be your two or three, and it's more like your three. And it's just the role that he's going to have to play, he'll never be able to be a two. He's going to have to be your third best player. Yeah. It's just... That role is never going to open to him because he's not that kind of guy. He's not a ball mover. When he gets the ball, the ball kind of stops. He's got to play off ball. He's got to roll to the rim. He's got to make quick decisions and just shoot, or he's got to pass out. That's it. Like He's got to play defense, and that's his role. And Bam can be a two because Bam does everything. Joel Embiid is a two because Joel Embiid is just a physical freak and just destroys people. That's not Aiton. Aiton's not there. If Aiton turns into Embiid, you got me. You've got me. Yeah. Tell me I, when don't, that's I don't happen. think it's
0: gonna happen. We're in yeah. year
1: four now, and we're still where we are. I just I don't see it.
0: Oh, I guess I agree a little bit. And, and I'm not saying I don't like Aiton. No, I, love I Ayton. yeah, I
1: think Aiton is phenomenal. Um, would I trade Robert Williams for DeAndre Aiton right now? Of course I would. Even though I love Robert Williams. Yeah, Ayton is gonna be a top seven center in this league. He's gonna make an all NBA team at some point.
0: And my entire argument could probably be because I'm on the DeAndre and come to Oklahoma City <laughs> Oklahoma City train. But I just think that there's a little bit more to be explored with DeAndre, in, and I don't think we've You're probably right. recovered it.
1: Like you're probably right that there's more to see with him. But does that the pro A, the problem is he's not playing with Chris Paul if he's doing that. Yeah. You're not exploring if Chris Paul's on your team. No, trip. exactly. And if he explores, does that make the Suns better? If you're, because it's the Dwight Howard question all over again. If
0: DeAndre Ayton leaves the Suns, do the Suns no, get no, no, better?
1: If DeAndre Ayton leaves the Suns?
0: So you just said he can't explore without Chris Paul. No, 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 right, I'm saying... So like, that argument is either Chris Paul leaves the Suns or DeAndre Ayton leaves the Suns. Well, would you rather have Chris Paul Chris for Paul. two years or Chris DeAndre Paul. Ayton for two that's years? That's not a question, Chris Paul. Right,
1: you have a better chance of yes. winning a title with Chris Paul.
0: The, the Suns fall apart without Chris Paul. Right.
1: So like that question to me is... Oh, no, and that's not... So
0: here's the question. Dwight
1: Howard in his prime was always, well, you got to give Dwight Howard 20 touches because he's Dwight Howard. If you give... Right now, I think DeAndre Ayton runs about four post-touches a game. If you give DeAndre Ayton 10 post-touches a game, does that help you win? As the
0: Suns, no. Exactly. That's my point. You yeah, but just th- that's where I'm. That's where my argument's right, coming okay, from. I don't right. think we're we can't see DeAndre Ayton on the Suns. I'm not saying Monty Williams should just come out and say we're going to switch up our entire game plan Put, right now. Okay, right now we
1: switch Bam and DeAndre Ayton. Are the Heat better or worse?
0: Worse, but like I'm not. I don't want to compare DeAndre okay. Ayton to the Joel Embiid's, the Bams, Fine. the, we the Jokic's.
1: Okay, let's let's keep doing this. Let's switch DeAndre Ayton and Karl-Anthony Towns.
0: I'm going to say no. The Suns are better or worse? Suns are better. Really? Wait, no, wait. With Karl-Anthony Towns? No, the Suns are, are worse with Karl-Anthony Towns. I thought you meant, are the Suns better currently than the, the Timberwolves? And, but I don't think... I think Karl-Anthony Towns plays a specific role for the Timberwolves. That I don't think I think it they that would be another we have to switch up our entire system. I don't think there is a system in a playoff team right now where DeAndre Ayton getting ten touches would work. But I think if you put DeAndre Ayton on the Celtics, the Celtics get better.
1: I don't know if they get better. I don't. I don't actually know if they're better collectively. I think. I think they would do better against certain teams. But I don't think as a collective group they would be better. So
0: I think against the Celtics you, or the Bucks you guys get worse.
1: I think. No, if- I actually think they'd be better because Ayton has the size and the mobility to at least try to guard Giannis. But against a team like Miami, a team like Philly, we'd get destroyed because it changes your whole defensive game plan.
0: It's just tough because there's not again, like you said, there's like that style of center is not a thing anymore. The style of DeAndre Ayton was a thing four years ago. It is no longer that. Can
1: DeAndre Ayton be eighty percent of Anthony Davis? How about that? Can be eighty percent. Yeah. Well, if you give me eighty percent of Anthony Davis, then fine, you win the argument. But I don't think he's ever going to be that.
0: Like, and I like I want to say like my whole entire argument is unraveled, and I'll I'll admit. Maybe DeAndre Ayton to be a great center needs to be the number three because the teams that I think DeAndre Ayton could be great on are the teams like Brooklyn. Oh, hell no. And really? Yeah, hell no. As a really good
1: three, they would ask so much of him defensively that it would get exposed. Huh. I'm I'm telling you, Ayton, I love him. I think, best case scenario with him, he's a system center. Who looks great, who might make an all-star team, and he might make an all-NBA. But he's a system center. Yeah, He's got to be, I'm not saying he's Tim Duncan, but Tim Duncan on the Spurs was the perfect fit. He knew exactly what his role was. DeAndre Ayton's got to know exactly what his role is. It has to fit his style of play perfectly, and then it will work. He's not a guy that can just go to different teams. He's got to play a specific set up for him for his body style his moving ability his offensive game his defensive game a lot of teams would not work they would either ask too much of him or ask too little of him
0: yeah no I, i could see it i i so you're getting me there all right so before we end here
1: in case we don't get to it in the next podcast finals prediction with the teams left bucks warriors
0: I think I'm Boston Phoenix. I, I, fucking, I'll I'll make my Eastern Conference decision really easy. I'm gonna put Bucks head, Celtics tails. Hey Alexa, flip a coin. Okay.
1: You got tails. I really hate that right now. Celtics
0: (laughs) Warriors. (laughs) But more than anything, I want to see Giannis put (laughs) aside. Fuck Alexa. I'm going Bucks Warriors. Because I want to see Giannis, I want to see Giannis double dip. More see, importantly than Giannis double dipping, I want to see Giannis three P. Like, you can't three P without a double dip, so I'm gonna root for Giannis.
1: Like, here's the thing: people think I'm gonna be incredibly depressed if Boston loses this series. I will be for about ten hours, and then Game One of the Eastern Conference Finals will start, and I go, I get to cheer for Giannis now.
0: I'm chalking it up. Giannis wins this. The the Bucks win this series against Celtics, and buying a Giannis jersey.
1: Oh, I've already said I'm going to
0: do. I'm that. buying a Giannis jersey anyway. No, I'll have a Giannis jersey, but by...
1: I think he's the best player in basketball. He's yeah. been one of my favorite players for five years. If he beats the Celtics, what am I going to do? Sit here and cry about it? I get to root for that guy. Yeah. I'm. If if we lose to him, I'm picking him to win the finals. He's my guy. Like, come to Boston, city of Boston. Let's trade for Giannis Antetokounmpo. He'd look better in our yeah. green
0: than Milwaukee I'm green. out of Jason Tatum.
1: No, hell no. You can have, like, Al Horford. Well, how do we want to give up Al Horford? You <laughs> You're going to out Grant Williams and Marcus Smart. So like, y- your
0: entire team would – no, you have to give up Marcus Smart.
1: Yeah, I just said you can give up Grant Williams and Marcus Smart
0: for Giannis. Yeah, your team would be Peyton Pritchard. You'd have to it's take, irrelevant. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Jalen Brown matter. would be gone. Like, all right. Wow, well, it's been a while. I, I don't even know if I can do this anymore. As always, follow us on Twitter. Highly speed That's Highly out. The Garrett's personal Twitter is in the bio. You'd think after two weeks of no podcast, I'd have a Twitter, but I sadly just don't. I can't figure it out. I, it's just it's so confusing to me. I'm not technologically advanced like that. Send us emails at Highly at two four seven. That's Highly with any e that time, at gmail.com. Questions, comments, concerns, anything you want to know. Um, I think that's about it. we are to see you guys next week. Record a podcast on Friday later.